coming up on One Day at a Time, also known as ODAT. But physically, you need to start taking the risk physically, because if you don't physically take the risk, then all you're doing is fantasizing, right? And remaining non-mobile and remaining stagnant, stuck in that place in your mind, figuring out different scenarios of how it's going to work out or how it's not going to work out. But you'll never know if you don't take the risk, right? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I love helping moms achieve their goals with grace. And what that means is that I love working with women and trying to figure out who the heck you were before you invested in all of these roles. Your roles as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur in your nine to five job. Who the heck were you and where exactly did you freaking lose yourself? I love resurrecting the side of you that is just meant to shine because come on now, you were made for more. And listen, mama, if you're interested in a life coach, getting your life back, figuring out who you are at your core, if you're ready for some boundaries, if you're ready to prune toxic people out of your life, toxic habits out of your life, and just getting ready to just live your life to the fullest because you were made for more, then I may be the coach for you. Just head over to my website and apply to work with me on my one-on-one coaching 12-week program. I cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to meet you because at the end of the day, our shared experiences, our shared testimonies is really what is going to elevate and uplift each other in our community. This podcast, these blogs, these squares on Instagram that you see, they're all meant to build community and to be for each other. I could care less about going viral. What I care about is building community and building up women like you. I love you so much, Chica. I can't wait to meet you. Te quiero mucho. Before we get started, if you're not following me on social yet, head over to Instagram at my handle, Karina F. Daves, or follow me at my website at KarinaFDaves.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you share it with all your amigos. Subscribe to it, leave me a review, download it, do whatever it is that you need to do because this podcast is made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you, mama. Hey, amigos, welcome back to One Day at a Time, also known as ODAT. My name's Karina F. Daves, and I am so freaking happy that you're here because It has been a year since this podcast has launched. How crazy is that, that a whole year has gone by? I have so many gems to share with you. I have funny stories to share with you. This podcast is not only going to be a celebration of that one year, but I want to talk about the lessons that I learned from taking the plunge of freaking just starting a podcast. So I would say that I have always been a risk taker, but then I had kids and it sort of stopped me. It like created this invisible block where I felt like anything I did was going to kill me and therefore I wasn't going to be around 
as my kid's mom anymore. And then my husband was going to have to create this beautiful funeral. And then he would date some random hood chick six months later. Literally, this is what I believe. Um, After I die, he would date her, but he would never marry her. And... (laughs) And it would just be horrible. He would be super unhappy and it would just be to like please him as a man. But he wouldn't be emotionally happy because the only person that can make him feel the way he feels today is me. (laughs) So that's why I would never take any risks because after I became a mom, it was like I was so scared, right? Like before I became a mom, I was I was I would say I was more nervous, but I knew I would survive. And if I didn't, I was like effort like I'm going to heaven I believe in Jesus I'll be okay after I had kids it was more like yo what is this feeling I can't even get on like a kitty ride let me tell you about the time that after I had TJ we went to Six Flags Great Adventure here in Jackson New Jersey and we ended up going to the, not the safari, the freaking water park, right? Um, whatever it's called. So it's me, my two beautiful stepdaughters, Serenity and Jenea, and my husband. We left TJ at home. And the girls are like, oh my God, we want to try this water slide. And I was like, hell yeah, let's try this water slide. So it's my first time going to a theme park after having a baby. And I'm all like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going up these stairs and it's like a million feet high. And I notice that my heart is racing. And the only other time that I literally can feel my heart racing like this is when I'm getting ready to say something big or like a big news or I'm just like completely, you know, stunned by something I'm watching on TV. So my heart is racing and I literally look down and I'm like, oh my God, my chest, like it's coming out of my chest. So we get to the top and I literally tell myself, I can't do this. Oh my God, Karina, I can't do this. Like I really, I don't think that I can take this risk because if I die, then that entire narrative I just shared with you about my husband marrying that hood, I mean, dating that hood chick like six months after I die from this water slide will happen like this is it this is the moment where I take a risk and I'm gonna die and I watched Janaea she must have been like I don't know eight nine at the time and I watch her she's maybe like 40 50 pounds wet and I just watch her be like peace out and she goes And then Serenity um, was a little bit more timid, but she goes, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? And there's this, you know how it works at Great Adventure, right? Like there's a line behind you. And I'm thinking to myself, if I don't take this risk now, I'll never know what's waiting for me at the bottom, one. I'll never know what it feels like. (laughs) And then three, I won't have a story to tell. I won't have a story to tell. So I got on and the, and it was just imagine this slide is so freaking tall, but it's one of those slides that like 
don't loop. So it's just a straight slide down. Like just like all I knew that what was going to happen was that I was going to be the one person at this theme park that was going to fall off of this slide and die. And then Terrence was going to marry this. I mean, he's not marrying anybody after me. Date this hood chick. So I went down the slide and here's what I learned. (laughs) That it's possible for my heart to beat outside of my body and for me to survive it. Two, these slides give you the biggest and most uncomfortable wedgies, but I was able to bring myself back to a place of comfortability. And three, I realized that I could do it again and I would be okay. And so the lesson here is that when I started this podcast, what I learned is that I took the risk just like I was at that top of the slide, not knowing what was waiting for me, right? Like that wedgie made me super uncomfortable, but I was able to fix it. Now I'm telling you this story, just like this podcast, I took a risk. You have to take a risk in order to know what it feels like. You have to embody yourself. Like It's one thing to have thoughts, like thoughts are amazing, positive thoughts, right? Like us working on our thoughts, those things are great and all. But physically, you need to start taking the risk physically, because if you don't physically take the risk, then all you're doing is fantasizing, right? And remaining non-mobile and remaining stagnant, stuck in that place in your mind, figuring out different scenarios of how it's gonna work out or how it's not gonna work out. But you'll never know if you don't take the risk, right? Lesson number two, don't care what you look like. Seriously, when I did this water slide thing, I was like super hyper aware of the fact that I didn't like the way I looked in a bathing suit. Now, if I don't like the way I look in a bathing suit, I obviously don't like the way I look with a wedgie, right? But listen, if you want if you want to hype up your self-esteem, freaking go to Great Adventure, okay? Because everybody out there, nobody looks like the magazines. Everybody looks real and raw. And Even though people say, stop caring what people think. Listen, the reason why you care so much about what people think sometimes isn't always because your self-esteem is low or because you actually care what they think. I think it's deeper than that. I think you care about anything because we're passionate human beings, like full of empathy, full of like wanting to extend a hand. And so we care, we care. And you have to, I I had this conversation with my coach, which is like, what's the difference? Are you looking for validation or are you truly looking for advice? 
right? Like, are you looking for all these people to validate? Like, yes, start the podcast. Yes, go to Great Adventure. Yes, save some money. Yes, invest in the stock market. Yes, you should marry that guy. Are you looking for validation or do you just want advice? Do you want people to really have these brainstorming conversations with you? Because if that's what you're looking for, then you should make that very clear. But at the end of the day, not really caring When people say don't care what people think, part of that is like not caring at all. I get it. You're going to care. A part of you, even if it's 2% of you, is going to care. But the difference is that you still take the risk. You see how like one and two go hand in hand? You still take the risk. So like because you took the risk, now you sort of like canceled out the fact that you cared that fulano mengano has something to say about you because you started this business, because you started this podcast, because you started this fitness journey. Because you started, I don't know, working from home, like whatever it is that you want to start. And number three, people will always have an opinion and something to say. You cannot control what people say, what people do, their emotions, like you cannot control any of that. And the sooner that you realize that you have absolutely no control over people, the easier it will be to not care about what people say and understand that they'll always have something to say. Your tia, your tío, your primo, your husband, your wife, the neighbors. Like I remember when I started my Instagram account and I was working with a social media expert on Instagram and she was awesome and she was telling me how like the way that she gets photos for her page is that she goes and she just like takes random shoots outside and I'm like okay she's like if you dedicate like one hour a day and you know just like take pictures outside and I'm like okay and she's like and find local places and I'm like all right I never really found local places I was literally jumping off of my husband's trailer like seriously if you scroll through my Instagram you will see me in a green sweater and tie-dye pants jumping off of my husband's trailer in one of those posts because like that is how far my imagination went when it comes to photo shoots or I would take pictures in front of our white garage door or I would just like walk down the block and put the tripod on whatever right just to take some shots but here I am thinking that I'm all alone right and like Nobody has something to say because nobody's watching me. Girl, don't you know? One day my neighbor comes outside (laughs) and she pulls up and she's so sweet, by the way. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, what is this for? Like, what is all this for? And I'm like, um, it's for my website and my Instagram page. And she's like, oh, and I could hear her pause and like wait for the what's the word I want to use? Like basically now I have to defend it. Like now I have to freaking pull out this thesis on why I'm doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing it and why it's important, right? Like this is my opportunity to sell. But instead I just stood quiet and it was like a little bit uncomfortable. And then she was like, all right, well, uh, good for you. And I'm like, yeah. Cause like what she was watching me do was like jump off T's trailer you know, like do all of these dance moves. 
she was watching me like do all these things and it just dawned on me that people will always have something to say no matter what no matter what like here's another thing I have family in Peru and because you know Instagram and Facebook is like can be reached anywhere I did this one Instagram post about geez I don't even remember it was it was literally about let's just say like taking your power back and the caption must have been like translated weirdly because I had an aunt who wrote a comment about how like stay-at-home moms are better than working moms because they actually get to build relationships with their kids and communicate better. Now, this is an aunt who like I talk to maybe four times a year. Really, I didn't really grow up with, obviously, because she's in Peru. Um, so like I, I don't even like I remember reading it and getting immediately frustrated. I called my mom. I called my sister. Like, what do I do? And both of them were like, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, but like, I have to let her know that this isn't right. And so I did write something up, but then I never posted it because I didn't post it because I thought to myself, people will always have something to say. Always, 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 always. And just because they have something to say doesn't necessarily mean that you have to interact. You have two decisions You either entertain the comment and possibly allow it to distract you or you walk away. You will never be able to control what people say or do or think. You just won't. And the sooner that you realize that your controlling spirit could be a problem, the sooner you can set yourself up free for freedom, really. Last thing. I want you to freaking eat this for breakfast. Seriously. Fourth thing, fourth lesson that I learned about starting this podcast. Number one, taking a risk, right? Just like freaking taking the plunge and going down the water slide. Number two, not caring what people say. Number three, understanding that people will always have something to say. And number four, embracing failure embracing failure you need to eat it for breakfast seriously and then for dinner you need to eat grace every single time that you fail I want you to eat it and then I want you to have it with a side of grace because the grace for yourself is what is going to reset you you understand the void that you feel inside of your body right now is this creative bug that is screaming to come out. The only way to fulfill that void is to step into the purpose, the calling, the plan, whatever it is that God has for you. But because you've rejected it, you've muted it, you feel that void because you're afraid of failing. You need to embrace failure like it's your freaking biff that you just met at, you know, that you've been friends for that you go to Target with every weekend. I don't know. But embrace failure because the sooner that you embrace failure, my friend, the easier it will be 
to take the risk and to start something new. You have an idea for a podcast, freaking do it. You know how many people have told me that they record their podcast on their phone? Literally, their iPhone or whatever phone you have, okay? You want to start a website? There are millions of website tutorials online, millions. You want to start a virtual cooking class because everybody says that your cooking is the ish and you want to charge $15 for people to come and watch you make, I don't know, rice and chicken, whatever it is, you can do that. You want to know a secret? When I started out, I was making, I was doing empanada classes online virtually. Crazy, right? Like if you scroll to the bottom of my feed, you're going to see me doing that. And you know what? Here's a bonus. Number fifth lesson. You can change your mind. You are allowed to change your mind. You know why? Because so is freaking Apple. How many versions of the freaking iPhone do we have at this point? 12, 13, I don't even know, right? Let's say there's 13. That means that Apple has changed its mind and upgraded its original idea 13 times and each time it's been a success. People waiting, waiting overnight, paying thousands and thousands of dollars to get this phone. People are waiting for you to freaking start so they can buy your stuff, so they can be in your presence, so they can finally hear what has been bubbling inside. They want to see you. You have to come out and play. When your kids go to the playground and they play and they get hurt and they fall, aren't you always there to help them get up and you tell them to just keep going? right? Or you tell them, okay, listen, you're hurt pretty bad. Let's put a bandaid. Let's get home. But we're going to come back to the park tomorrow. You always go back to the park, don't you? Eventually you go back to the park. What makes you think that you can't do the same, that you can't fail at whatever idea it is that you have and that you can just try again, right? And I know what you're thinking. Well, it's a really expensive idea. So save up for it. Save up for it while you're actually doing it. Come up with a plan. But don't plan for too long. Just start. Just freaking start. Top lessons I learned this year while starting this podcast was to take the risk, not care, right? So deeply about what people think because three, they're always going to have something to say and embrace failure. Eat it for breakfast with a side of grace, mama. I love you so much. So, so much. And I want the best for you. I want so much for you. So much. I want to see you freaking soar. But it's not going to happen if you don't take a risk. If you don't take a risk. Take the freaking risk. Just take it. Take it. (laughs) Tell yourself right now, wherever you are, you're in the car, You're in your office, you're in your living room, you're with your kid, you have me with one AirPod in your ear, whatever the case is, I want you to repeat after me. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to freaking do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Whatever your name is listening, Maria, Saida, Jesenia, Maritza, whatever your name is, tell yourself, 
Karina, I'm going to do it. Today, I'm going to do it. Even if you just Google how to do it, you took the first step. Take the plunge, get some wedgies, tell a story afterwards. I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) I love you, mama. I'll see you guys next time. Ciao. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you share it with all your amigos. Subscribe to it. Leave me a review. Download it. Do whatever it is that you need to do because this podcast is made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you, mama. 